It's time for OWC Radio, Tech Talk with Creatives, conversations with host Serena Catania. There's been a lot of talk lately about remote collaboration, especially since fieldwork for media creators has become more challenging, if not almost impossible. Most of us are working remotely. So this week on OWC Radio, we released the first in a series of interviews on the topic of remote collaboration. Today, I'm speaking with Ian McDonough, CEO of the UK-based Blackbird. Blackbird is one of the world's fastest and most powerful cloud editing systems. It works quietly in the background, providing browser-based editing for a host of incredibly prestigious clients, including Tata Communications, A&E Networks, AWS, the U.S. Department of State, Google Cloud, IMG, NRL, Microsoft Azure, Eleven Sports, Live X Live, Object Matrix, Riot Games, and numerous live sports teams and esports leaders such as Gfinity. And since I recorded this interview with Ian a few weeks ago, the company has recently won the Emerging Tech Company of the Year OTT Award from Sports Pro. Welcome, Ian. Thank you, Serena. It's a pleasure, real pleasure. We have a lot to talk about, so I'm obviously a very curious person. Tell people how the company got started and why you got involved and what you think is important about what you're doing now. Well, the company was founded by Dr. Stephen Streeter about 20 years ago, actually. So it's been a while. And he foresaw by quite some distance that people not only would be downloading photographs uh, on, on the internet, but one day would be watching television on the internet, would be watching video on the internet. And so back at the kind of turn of the millennium, he started to invent a codec that would allow people not only to, to view video at low bandwidth, but also to, to be able to frame accurately, edit that video um, to a high standard. Uh, his, his first idea actually was to, to, to launch a kind of YouTube idea that back in the year 2000. But he couldn't secure the rights for um, for digital rights because they didn't exist. So he was very law abiding, didn't want to break the law. So he invented an editor instead, and somebody else invented YouTube. <laughs> so that's how that one went. We started off working in the post sector, the post production sector of Soho in London, and still today we're pretty much in every major post house of London, where we are a part of the workflow that involves Avid to a kind of high level production of reality shows, of shiny floor shows, and documentaries. I joined the company about three years ago. I was involved in the media industry, so I was previously at Turner, of course now Warner Media. but prior to that, I was at the BBC, at Viacom and at A&E. I joined because I really saw where the market was going, where the, where the industry was going in terms of OTT, in terms of non-linear distribution, of VOD distribution, et cetera, and how everything was really migrating to the cloud at quite some rapid pace. The cloud's been around for a while, but the, the pace is really starting to, to pick up. I joined for a multitude of reasons, but the key reason was that I noted that Forbidden Technologies, as it was called then, had the patents, effectively had patented professional video editing and browser. Nobody else had it, and they owned all the patents. And I was like, this was very, very appealing. That's just amazing. I mean, I think actually I saw something many years ago, and I've been trying to remember who I ran into at NAB, and I, I think it may have been him. And at that time, I started telling people about it. Nobody believed me that it was going to be really possible. But here we are, fade out, 
fade back in. And now you have an incredibly viable company. So we have a combination of very tech listeners and listeners who are obviously very interested in creativity and lifestyle. Your company appeals to both. Could you, in more layman's terms, explain to us how this all works? So when I say we've patented video editing in a browser, that means that from any standard web browser, from a Google Chrome interface, for example, but any web browser, you can access the Blackbird interface on low bandwidth. So it can be on any any laptop and it can be on bandwidth as low as two megabits per second. And you can edit professional video. It's all in a browser. It's all JavaScript. Very much like a social media page. You would access it and all the tools will be there. And you can professionally edit video from there. And you can publish from there as well. So you can publish to literally, to anywhere, to, to social media or to or, or back into the storage uh, infrastructure or to broadcast or to OTT or wherever you need to publish to. So it's, it's a complete end-to-end solution in terms of, of ingest. You access your media, which is never downloaded onto your laptop. It's always in the cloud. We just download the frames that you would require. So everyone's heard of web-based tools, of course, and and experienced them. And they always imagine that, you know, you work with a web-based tool, suddenly there's a kind of lag. There's a couple of seconds delay to anything. Well, that's literally the exact opposite of what you get with Blackbird. I mean, Blackbird literally glides. It is instantaneous response to every keystroke and when we say keystroke this is professional tool sets so we do complex transitions we have multiple video and audio tracks so 12 video tracks 36 audio tracks multi-cam we can have captions with caption control it's a fully stacked professional editor that's really the key to what we do that allows our solution because it's all in a browser and all on a laptop with very standard internet it's incredibly scalable you don't have to have the heavy duty NLE equipment that you would do with a traditional solution or their cloud versions of that solution. So this is radio, which makes it a little bit more difficult. We can't show people what they see when they log on to Blackbird. Can you describe it? Are we actually looking at an NLE? We're looking at a proprietary nonlinear editing system that you have on your servers, but we're accessing our media locally from our servers. Is that correct? You're accessing a central cloud. So all the media or the Blackbird version of the media, the actual high res doesn't move. So for instance, if we're talking about sports content or we're talking about uh, news content or, or documentary content, that can stay exactly where you want it to stay. So that's one of the first major plus points of our solution is it saves a lot of time and a lot of money and energy shifting content around. So all we're doing is we would take via our Blackbird Edge software, which is a piece of software, it sits near that media, we would transcode that into the Blackbird version. And that can be done on the fly, seconds after live, or from a file faster than live. So, you know, if you're editing a football match or baseball game, then five seconds after any action happens on the field, there is a version of that sitting in the cloud that can be edited as it grows, as it comes in live. We've been talked about as being the fastest video editor in the world because you can turn around a clip to wherever you need to, whether it be social media or to to OTT or wherever, in literally seconds. So, for instance, the NRL, which is the National Rugby League in Australia, so imagine how far away Australia is, they are turning clips around of points being scored on the field and publishing them to Twitter less than 30 seconds after the actions actually happened on the surface of the pitch. They say it's the fastest video that they've come across and they have in-game clipping rights now that they've carved out as part of their rights package. So speed is hugely important to them. So that's uh, one of the reasons why they selected us. So this is similar to working with proxies, like the media is transcoded. 
I want to understand this. I want to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> you could call the Blackbird version of the media a proxy. And I guess it is, but this is a very special version of the proxy. This is high quality. It doesn't come in a linear form, so it comes in only the frames that you need, which gives it the speed. You don't have to wait for content to load up. It loads immediately. You know, you're thinking about a, a piece of content, and the piece of content could be an hour long, or it could be 24 hours long, or a week long, doesn't matter, whatever you want. It is loaded instantaneously and you can access the particular piece of the content instantaneously. So there's no delay, no latency for regards to that. When you go to a piece of the content that you want, the frames around it will then start to load. Similar to the way torrents work. Similar to that, yeah. But it's it, different. <laughs> if you've got a 24-hour piece of video, let's say it's a very long piece of video, you can pan out from that using our video waveform, which again is a patented piece of our interface. And you can see the entire 24 hours, a representative image at the bottom. You can then go to each particular cut instantaneously. So you're not having to wait for anything to come through in a linear fashion. You can just pick any piece of the media. One way to describe it or one way to make it easier for your listeners is on our website under the blackbird.video you can actually go and see a piece of video that's in our format and play around with that video waveform at the bottom. So it gives an idea of, of what I'm trying to explain visually. So you can actually play with it there because I was looking for something like that last night when I was researching all of this in preparation for speaking with you. That's awesome. Yeah, I'd like to do that. I'd actually like to play around with it. It's, it's wonderful. Well, who are some of your clients? So we work a lot with sports and a lot with news. Your listeners will definitely have heard of the sports clients that we work with in the US. We, we work with the NHL, for instance. We work with the NFL through our partner Delta Tray, where we are creating all the European SVOD, the European OTT service, which is called the NFL Game Pass, is all created on Blackbird. We work with MSG Networks in New York. So that's in the sports area. IMG, of course, you've heard of IMG. In terms of entertainment, we work with A&E Networks, we're a big customer of ours. We work with eSports, so Riot Games, for instance. And news, we work with the world's largest financial news organization. For confidentiality reasons, I'm not allowed to say who that is, but your listeners probably know who that is. <laughs> you just announced Edit Share. Can we talk about that for a moment? Absolutely. The key thing about Blackbird is we've patented an amazing piece of technology, but we're an industry specialist and we have this piece of software that you can replicate a billion times very easily. The key thing for us is to get it into the hands of the people that can use it. We're a modestly sized UK company that has this special patented piece of technology. So we want to work with the best of breed partners that are around the industry and the world to be able to get that to the right people. So we've announced a couple of things. So first of all, we've announced a partnership just a few weeks ago with Tata Communications. I'm not sure if you know those guys, but they're an Indian company. They're one of the world's largest telcos. Physically, they own about 30% of the world's physical internet. They're enormous. And they have around 500 customers that are broadcasters and sports leagues, et cetera, around the world with their Video Connect product. Blackbird has now seamlessly integrated into the Video Connect product to allow Tata to offer that to all of their broadcasting clients around the world, which is exciting for them because it means they don't have to download and upload every piece of content that they want to edit and work on to an external NLE, which they would have to currently. So it saves their end customers a great deal of time and a great deal of money to download and upload. So it's it's proving to be very popular amongst their customers. So for security reasons, this is safer too, right? Yeah, there's lots of security advantages. Not having to, to store high-res media on a local machine or a local hard drive or a portable hard drive obviously has comes with its own and benefits. Everything is transcoded into the Blackbird format, which can only be itself decoded by another, another Blackbird piece of software. We've also just achieved a SOC 2 certification 
which is a, it's a US certification, which was required by one of our customers, the US State Department, actually, who's one of our customers, and others required that. We are very secure and take that very seriously. It's a high priority for us. Yeah, yeah. Was, I was reminiscing last night on the phone with someone that I worked with when I was in charge of the post-production on the MI3 special edition DVDs. And one of our editors took it upon himself to take footage home to work on without our permission, but it became an issue. When I was thinking about Blackbird, one of the things that seems very appealing is the level of security with what you have, because particularly in our industry, that's potentially a big problem. That's absolutely wonderful. Now you talk about going to an OEM version of this. Can you discuss that for a moment? Absolutely. You mentioned EditShare previously. With although EditShare aren't an OEM for us, EditShare do share characteristics with that because of the completely interoperable end-to-end solution that we built with them. It means that EditShare's storage and asset management solution stores a whole lot of media for a whole lot of companies around the world. That content can now be seen directly in the in the Blackbird interface. And so it provides an interoperable solution for the end customer making it quicker and faster with a lower technological footprint for companies to to seamlessly edit content on the fly and remotely. So that's one of the key reasons to do it is that we can be part of an end-to-end solution for another company's technology stack. There's a great deal of demand out there now for web-based that can be easily accessed from anywhere on any kind of browser. Uh, And we're satisfying that demand through our OEM strategy. So how are you viewed by Avid... Premiere Pro, Final Cut, are you in competition with them? Well, I'd be flattered if they they know who we are. Um, (laughs) If they don't now, they will very soon. (laughs) We're very, very small, microscopic compared to those guys. Uh, And we have a great deal of respect for the solutions that they offer. I think in some cases, we are very complimentary. There are lots of our customers that have both Blackbird workflows and traditional NLE workflows. Um, They offer solutions at the very high end of editing features that we don't, and we never will. We're not going to chase that kind of business. There's a kind of diminishing law of returns for us in terms of chasing that up too far. With our platform, we can do 85 to 95% of the work with the feature sets that we have. We offer other advantages, for instance, the remote aspects, the scalability, the ability to, to do things faster than they do. But they do have tremendously powerful tool sets for workflows that you know we don't currently. I believe that you can export out the work that you've done on Blackbird and import it into whatever NLE you're working with, perhaps Avid. And I'm not sure if you're compatible with Premiere Pro, but is that possible with, for example, Final Cut? So could I work on Blackbird, publish to social media or to the web or to clients, and then bring that back into Final Cut to do a different and or final version for, say, Netflix or something, you know, of the entire work. I'm just trying to picture the workflow as someone who is on both sides of production, post-production, and also working with remote crews because you're solving a lot of problems. Can I export what I've done on Blackbird and bring it into, say, Final Cut? Yeah. Oh, you can. That's one of the key advantages of the long history that we've had is that we were always in that, in that Soho environment where other NLEs were important, you know, and still are. So yes, you can edit to the point you need to, whether it's sync pulls, logging, storyboard editing, whatever you want to do on Blackbird prior, and you can take it to an advanced standard. As we've said, in, in many workflows, we're also the finishing tool. But if we're not the finishing tool, then yes, you can export into Avid Media Composer or to a Premiere Pro or to Final Cut, whatever you need to. The other key thing there is that we have keyboard shortcuts in in the interface, 
which means that any editor that has a traditional NLE and has particular keyboard shortcuts can be completely mimicked in the Blackboard interface. It's fairly seamless, you know, so if the editor wanted to work at home on low internet for four days a week, but finish off on a Friday or whatever day we chose in, in the edit, edit bay, that's absolutely possible. And they would, would, would be fairly seamless for them. So is this enterprise level that we go through one of your contractors in order to access Blackbird? I'm trying to picture how, for example, a production company that sees what you're doing and says, oh my goodness, I want to try this. How do they get involved? How do they buy it? How do they rent it? How to subscribe to it? Explain that part of it. So we have a direct sales team. So they can absolutely contact us directly through www.blackbird.video is a great way. We also have our relationship with EditShare currently, which is fantastic. Just announced that. Um, or with Tata. We're also completely interoperable with all the major public clouds. So with GCP, with Microsoft Azure, with AWS, probably around half of our deployments now are actually on public cloud. So AWS is probably the, the one that majority of them on. So wherever the workflow is best located, we can interact with and and we can, you know, we can, we can fit around. Is this an only enterprise level or can a single producer working on a film or a series can they also access it? And would it be something that would be affordable to them? We absolutely can. Where I would say the biggest advantages of Blackbird come into play are when you look at those things that we are superior to others in terms of the scalability, the speed, and the remote aspect. They're the key areas where we have competitive advantage, we believe, over some of the key competitive workflows that are out there. And we would absolutely admit that some guys have advantage over us in some areas. But those three areas, I think, are, are key. You know, speed, remote aspect, and scalability. So you have the ability to export in various codecs. If you're working on Blackbird, then you can export to, for example, all the social media and whatever codecs most appropriate to them. You can choose that and send it out and it uploads instantly into your accounts. Is that how it works? That's a good point because the one thing, key thing I didn't mention is whatever you put in, you can get out or whatever you need to get out. So if you're putting 4K in, you get 4K out. There's no degradation of quality. We're not publishing from our Blackbird codec. We are returning that the edit decision list, the EDL, that is selected from the editing collaborative or singular editing actions back to the original source. And then we publish from the source. So we've got hooks into that original content and we conform against that original content all the time. So there's absolutely no degradation of end quality at all. Or as you say, Serena, you can publish in any codec that you, that you require. Ian, this is amazing. You must be very excited about this. What are you most proud of? The progress we've made in the last three years with the technology, turning everything from a Java instance into a JavaScript instance, meaning it's completely scalable, which is very exciting, completely changes the game for us. But also the team that I've got around me, the dev team are just world-class and world-leading. They've been around for quite a while and continue to absolutely amaze us with their innovation. And our front office team, you know, the marketers and the sales guys, the operations guys. We had a, a note yesterday from our client over at the State Department who said that our, our service is absolutely second to none. We're absolutely, you know, first class in all areas. So it's really, really gratifying to hear that. One of the other things I'm very proud of is the fact that we brought a real big hitter in the cloud industry, a gentleman called John Honeycutt, who some of your listeners might, might have heard of. He was the CTO at Discovery Communications for 15 years and actually led the migration of Discovery's backend and playout into the cloud over that period of time. So he's really a visionary in terms of cloud migration for broadcasters. He then joined Google Cloud and 
was quite a coup because he'd done all his work with AWS and then went to Google Cloud, which was fantastic for Google. So we're very fortunate to have John as a non-exec to advise us and to mentor me personally in the ways of the cloud and where it's all going. So yeah, delighted for that. Well, congratulations on that. That's wonderful news. I'm so happy that we got in touch with you. I've been wanting to talk to you about Blackbird for years, but talk to me about you. Where do you come from? When you were younger, what did you want to do and and how did you end up in the tech world to begin with? I don't think I ever had tech world written on my CV in the future, but yeah, I was enthralled by the media world from an early age and it was trying to combine that media world with the entrepreneurial spirit that my dad gave me. My dad was a serial entrepreneur and successful one in, in many different areas. So trying to find a way to combine my love of the media and my entrepreneurial ambitions was key. I was in the media business 10 or 15 years or so, actually, various parts of the world, in Asia and, and Europe. I wanted to kind of get out of the kind of the big blue chip bubble and, and back myself in a venture. And this company came along at just the right moment. So not only did I become the CEO, the hired help for Blackbird, but when I saw how innovative and how bursting with possibility the company was, I also persuaded my dad and my family to invest quite a lot in the business. So three months in or four months in, we took the company to get refinanced. We're a publicly listed company, took us refinanced on the London Stock Exchange. And my, my family and I, we, we led the, the fundraise. So it gave the investors in the city of London quite a lot of confidence. And we were very successful, oversubscribed in the fundraising. And we own about seven or so percent of the stock at the moment. So it's, it's a real adventure for us all. It's almost a dream come true when you can work with your family and do something that's successful and help other people at the same time. I can't imagine anything more wonderful. There's a long way to go. We're just at the beginning. Oh, I, I have no doubt that you're going to be even more successful in the future than you are today. Ian, there was one thing I didn't ask you about. Little Bird told me that you also worked on the Democratic National Convention. Is that true? We did. I mean, it seems like a while ago now, but you know, there's a lot happened since then. But yes, well, the Democratic National Convention had to go fully virtual because no one could actually attend in, in person. Then they needed to have the best-in-class remote production kit. And so Blackbird became pretty much the backbone in which that was that was produced. Oh, that's awesome. That was a big undertaking. <laughs> yeah, and it was great. We weren't in the end, but we were meant to be the Biden for President platform as well. But it was literally last, at the last minute, they decided to go with something far inferior. So I don't know why. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> well, onwards and upwards, there's uh, very good things in store. You're going to fly very high with this. Thank you very much. Blackbird flying high, <laughs> hopefully. I keep singing that song. Did you guys do that on purpose? <laughs> well, I'm from Liverpool, so yeah, I do have that. Oh, the Beatles song. It's been going in my head ever since we've been talking about doing this interview. How's the quarantine treating you? Where are you and and how are you working around all of that? I think you would call us, we're in lockdown 2.0 in London. Business-wise, it's accelerated a trend that was happening anyway. So there was a trend where people were reducing their tech footprint and, and looking to outsource infrastructure and work more remotely, build operational resilience and build freedom for their end users. But COVID massively accelerated it. So we've been there for our customers, which has been fantastic. We've seen news in the last couple of days where hopefully, fingers crossed, this is the beginning of the end of the crisis. Hopefully with new vaccines that are being announced, et cetera, it's the beginning of the end. You know, so I think while our profile has been raised an enormous amount through the last few months, 
we're delighted that there's going to be some health put back into the media sector because that's where we're really concerned about how, you know, the advertising, the live sports, the lack of crowds and audiences at sporting events is impacting the industry. So be be absolutely delighted that that comes to an end, hopefully soon. Yeah, but you are solving a big problem for a lot of producers, and I mean that in the broadest sense, in finding a solution for them that allows them to work remotely with their teams in a much more comfortable way and still accomplish what they need to accomplish in terms of delivering their product. I have to tell you, I have for years been quite wary of the cloud and doing anything involving media that I'm involved with in the cloud for several reasons. Number one, the pipeline has always been too small for large projects. It's hard to move your media efficiently enough without losing packets or whatever happens in transit. You can damage your media. It takes way too long. So a lot of us are still shipping hard drives out. If I have an editor in Australia, I'm literally shipping a hard drive out to that person. So you're solving the remote access issues, but you're also doing it in a way that makes all of us feel very comfortable about the security of it. And so I thank you for that. And I am going to be watching this very closely. And I do wish you luck with it. Thank you so much for coming on today. And I urge all of our listeners to go to blackbird.video and rummage around, see what you can find there. And is there anywhere else they can get in touch with someone on your team if they have questions? Yes, absolutely. Please email commercial at blackbird.video and you will get a response very quickly, I can assure you. That's wonderful. And thank you again, Ian. It's been great talking with you. And remember, everybody, what I tell you, get up off your chair and go do something wonderful today. This is Serena Catania. I'm signing off. Talk again very soon.